And I refuse to say the motto of this podcast. Scott, but what if the people want to know? What if they need to hear it? No, it's like if you go to a flea market and then they tell you, welcome to the flea market, you're going to find tchotchkes that you don't want, but you're going to buy. No, you already know why you're at the flea market. All right. You know what? You've convinced me. People have come here simply to not be ignored. Thank you for not ignoring me just then. You know who else isn't going to be ignored? Who's that? Our guest today, Shakotha. She <laughs> is a tour de force actor and improviser. Ugh. We are blessed by her presence to discuss the magnanimous film, Waiting to Exhale. Well, let's kick this off with a little Eartha Kit. I want to be mad. Much more than that. I want to be bad. I want to be wicked. Oh, hi there. Oh, hi. It's I, Ann Johnson. Scott Laurie. And joining us on tonight's episode is an fantastic guest she will not be ignored <laughs> hello i'm here <laughs> <laughs> shakotha thank you for joining us to discuss this incredibly important film oh the pleasure is mine <laughs> <laughs> of course we are going to discuss waiting to exhale a beautiful piece from 1995 directed by who scott forrest whitaker that's right it should be a question mark. Forrest Whitaker? Forrest Whitaker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he also directed... He also directed Hope Floats and First <laughs> Daughter. Yeah. Starring the actor... Katie Holmes. You may know her from such things as running away from Scientology. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> such a bizarre amount of directing choices such great moments of acting choices force whitaker what are you doing and why it's a lot of resume to drop off on someone's desk when yeah. you say this is what i've done so, oh okay okay and when you're talking about like over a hundred acting roles on your imdb profile and then really three credits to your directing mm -hmm. tab that's those all seem like very conscious choices that you've made and what draws you to hope floats i don't know forrest <laughs> at a certain point though who cares because when you have this on your resume i don't care about anything that comes after it because you just <laughs> won that's also true. if you spent a full like three months shooting with loretta divine i am already jealous of you and so yeah you win i'm not coming for you in any capacity <laughs> Let's not go for Forrest Whitaker, please. <laughs> okay, speaking of. Yeah. Let's just get this right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Because I'm a Bernie. I'm 75% mm. Bernie with shades of... Who's Loretta Devine's? Gloria. I'm shades of Gloria. Mm. Who are you? I'm 100% Gloria. 100%. Uh, with like... If if you walk slowly in front of me on the sidewalk, I turn into a Bernie. Okay, but only only in my mind. It never materializes. Okay, I would say, Shakotha, who are you, Bernie? A hundred percent. Yeah, well, I'm a liaison between the two of you tonight because I understand <laughs> both worlds, both a Bernie and both a, both a Gloria. Yeah, yeah. No one is a Whitney. I Savannah. I don't think there's enough to Savannah for anyone to be. Oh. That's a personal... You just went for her, didn't you? <laughs> Shh. Rest in peace. <laughs> well, let's quickly, straight out of the gate, for those folks who don't know this film as well, there are four ladies that this film is centered around. Bernadine, played by Miss Angela Bassett. Savannah, played by Whitney Houston. Gloria, played by Loretta Devine, and Robin, played by Layla Roshan. So these are four women living in Arizona, Phoenix specifically, who uh, have become good friends, and we see essentially vignettes in a year of their lives moving forward in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. But I love that the movie opens. We follow Whitney Houston first. And one of the opening lines to this film is, men in Denver are dead. No wonder I'm moving to Phoenix. Which I feel like maybe you flip-flop that because is there a real <laughs> happening nightlife in Phoenix? I also feel like every woman I talk to in New York says that women in Denver have it much easier. Mm. 
which this puts a huge point of clarity on that because they say like, oh, there are like four men in Denver. The women there have their choice. <laughs> Unlike New York, where there's like six men, yeah. five of them are spoken for, and then one is just like an asshole who you're like, well, I'll go with you for dinner once. <laughs> once. And it's an early dinner because I'm keeping the rest of my night open. Yuck. Just in case, in case I meet somebody while we're on our date. Right. So then as soon as you get to Denver, now you have to go to Phoenix. Now I'm not mad how she gets to Phoenix because she is in that like what like a Mercedes like convertible. Yeah, drop top. Mm-hmm. Not convertible, mad about it. Hair blowing in the wind. And she loves like a like the like long scarf like both over her head. And then she also does that waterfall down the yeah, back. Yeah, down the back, which I'm gonna bring back. You need to. As <laughs> it's so operetta. I just I want to see that all over New York. Yeah. Every season. Yeah, because as soon as you this scarf today. walk into a room <laughs> and you have a scarf around the front of your neck and then it goes down your back, I think this woman has been to Italy. Yes, yes. <laughs> this woman orders wine I can't pronounce. <laughs> I'm interested in her. And that's why I'm disappointed that none of us are yeah. a Savannah because she has she has it all. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. She has all of nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and something duly that must be noted is that uh, we see this opening beautiful picturesque shot of Whitney in the convertible driving into Phoenix. And then what happens? Sand. Sand wipe. A sand wipe. What? Forest. I know. Wait, sand wipe? Wait. Sand wipe. So there's this pixelated sand cloud that blows through. Like it's like when they uh, did like the first cut of Aladdin before they rendered all the effects. <laughs> yeah. And it like sand wipe greens through. Mm-hmm. And you think, what is my God damn this iMac? And then it happens again. And you say, oh, now, wait a minute. As a on. choice. Now, this is the movie. <laughs> okay. Like, remember. Forrest did that. Well, Madonna's Don't Tell Me. Remember, it would be like, ding, ding, ding. And it would stop. And be like, well, this little CD hey. is broken. I'll be going right back to Sam Goody music <laughs> and getting my thirteen ninety nine back. And they're like, hold on. Queen, that's how the music goes. And it, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Got it. <laughs> okay. Can I retract? Because I, since I sit here and thought about it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I might have a splash of glory <laughs> I I knew it. But yeah, 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 yeah. A Gloria knows a Gloria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and now, what is it? What is it about a Gloria that has seized you and pulled you back and said, "You are me, and I am you." <laughs> <laughs> it is the like kind of like, even though I don't have kids and I'm not like, oh my gosh, because that that part I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but like when she was like, I haven't looked for a man because you know I've been raising my son, and I'm like, I haven't. Look for a man because I got things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just busy all the time. So, <laughs> in the same way of like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh. but then also this the um Bernadette of me is just like just a strong woman. But mm-hmm. even though it's like a lot of crap going on, I could have a mental breakdown any moment. <laughs> I'm holding it together. Yeah, and you know it's gonna I mean? be a really good looking mental breakdown. <laughs> yes. Hello. During her mental breakdown, she oh. looks better than I will at my own wedding. <laughs> Stunning. What, she has so many silk robes, and then the oh. hair is always immaculate. Yeah. yeah. I wish you would see me during a mental breakdown. <laughs> There's just Ben and Jerry's down the side of my face. I have someone else's t-shirt on that I've never met. Don't ask how I got it. And one pant leg on and two flip-flops on one foot. Well, one of, one of the things that I loved about the movie of like, especially during the time that we're in now, of mm-hmm. like all the... I don't know how do you say like just just things that are going on like with race and everything Mm -hmm. not only like the whole like you know uncle tom stuff that she kind of went with but one of the things that stuck out to me being a sister with a buzz cut nowadays (laughs) is like the whole how epic it was when she wanted to cut her hair yeah like and i know how that because that happened to me when i was i'm from texas Mm -hmm. when and i wanted to like cut my hair not even buzz it but like wanted to get it short and the beautician was like, no. Because what was your hair length? My hair was like to my shoulders. Okay. And they were like, no. And, and I'm like, how, no, no, no. How short did you want to go? Uh, Probably like um, something like that or maybe longer, but just, I don't even know. I just like, oh, I want a short haircut. It, we didn't even get as far as what I wanted. The mm-hmm. answer was just like, no. And I'm like, no, I think this is a service. I'm coming. I come here and I tell <laughs> you. 
No. Like, it wasn't even the discussion. And I'm like, just dealing with that whole, I, I mm. appreciate this movie watching it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like, all the layers that it, like, encompass of like, that is a thing in black culture of like, your hair. Like, that is something like you, like she said, you grew out your hair 11 years and you want to cut it because you having a bad day? No, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. And it's like, no, boo, it's just hair. Cut it. Yeah. But like, no, but he's like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And has somebody who's made that choice to cut it, how do you feel about it now? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I am never going back. <laughs> like, it took me a year to like grow into it. It wasn't easy because I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do for like a year? But then I'm like, oh, I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's realized. gorgeous because I couldn't picture you any other way now because it's so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, like when we meet people, and that, like the way that we present to yeah, them, yeah, the what is, we know of them, and it instantly is this. This makes complete sense, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Like how we all are. Yeah, yeah. No other way. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, Bernadine has maybe one of the coldest breakups I've ever seen on film. Like it's just immediate, and her husband is so cruel. <sighs> The best scene of the movie. <laughs> but it's like, th- then it kicks off the best thing in film. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the two best scenes of like when they break up. And mm-hmm. then, of course, her, whenever she, you know, gets rid of his stuff. And that was oh. like, if I could just put those two on loop yeah. <laughs> and just watch that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's such a great actress. Like, she deserved an Oscar. Just for this. like, no joke. Just uh, because she didn't go, ah, I mean, she did that later, but just to see the pers- progression of that. And that's why I appreciate good writing like this mm-hmm. and good directing, you know, because like that this. intensity builds. It builds because you're like, on her side. It makes sense. And then you want her to do what maybe you wouldn't be able to do in that moment. And then she's like, and I will do it. Right. And then it happens. But I'm going to lay in bed. And not comb my hair and brush my teeth for a week, but I'm gonna get the round of burning your shit. Can't worry about yeah. it. Even with crusty teeth, she looks better than my high school senior portrait. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could just give a photo of Angela Bassett to my high school yearbook and be like, "Can you paste that in, <laughs> please?" And and like and then like again to speak to the whole like the culture thing, you know, he left her for a white woman, and like this was way back then when I guess like white men were just like, you know what, we're gonna. See what the other side tastes like, and we was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like what? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> you know?" <laughs> so just to be like, how like, and not even just insulted to like you leaving me, but you're leaving me for a white woman. Oh hell no! Like, and to be for that to be addressed, I thought that was like, and then I don't know. If, am I? First of all. I don't know if I'm going too far. Like, I'm jumping ahead. No, no. <laughs> but, like, when Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm like, great writing to, like, he, she didn't know that her, her, um, that his wife that right. was dying, you know, you know, they had a friendship, a short friendship, because it was just like, a drink. It's <laughs> cigarettes know? at a bar. It's cigarettes at a bar. <laughs> yeah, we met at a bar. Uh-huh. I feel because your wife is dying, your wife is dying, your wife is dying, you know, and then we're gonna, I guess, make the decision to have sex. <laughs> And like go into this room, this hotel room, and discuss it. And then he's like, you know what? You might not want to give me the panties because guess what? My wife's white too. <laughs> She's a white woman. What you gonna do now? <laughs> Are you still gonna give me the panties? You know. <laughs> like, and then you see that moment of like, oh, oh, she's just a human being. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just me. Like now being like an actor and like looking at like, oh, how her. I guess like her character kind of because the interaction at the bar she starts out with Wesley Snipes in the same way that we all sort of would right like she just wants to drink her scotch and soda she just wants to be left alone and sort of like a pine and then he shows up and it's just like all of us like on a train right like what do you want <laughs> yeah. what yeah. and but also it's Wesley Snipes so she's like but I'll listen a little bit yeah. I'll listen a little bit but it better be good yeah. And it's amazing because you really see, oh, yeah, this is exactly how we would respond. Again, I would look nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the I think the ramp up to to the pitiful scene, it comes so much earlier in the movie than I thought. And I thought, oh, that's so brilliant because it's this is the jump off for her character. Like this is the beginning of this is what we see of her first. And then it's about the healing that comes Mm -hmm. after. This is not what everything's leading up to. 
what was so um I was so impressed by all the different scenarios that like she was going through a breakup because her husband cheated on her, mm-hmm. right? Meanwhile, she did the same thing later with the with the basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz she said I just needed some. And this, this was the basketball player. He was just like a one when they was in the club and she mm-hmm. wouldn't dance with him like it was not really like a big thing but she was mm-hmm. like I needed to get laid okay cool so you're doing the same thing right cause he was married but then her best friend is doing the same thing yeah uh Savannah yes yeah, Savannah yep. was cheating and it's like but that's your best friend who you would probably die for you know mm-hmm. right but they do give savannah an- and it's only because i'm a huge whitney houston fan i'm gonna give her so much credit in this movie because they give her enough backstory to say that she has sort of been like led along to believe that this man is going to leave his wife right and, you know i mean he's also the all-state man and i'm not mad at him in any capacity <laughs> and, and her mom super supports this her mom decision. needs to get off that phone <laughs> It's her only lifeline, her, Scott. It's I know her it only is. Lifeline. I know it is. And she has some very nice moments later where she's like, look, I don't care if it's a new girdle or if it's what happened to Bingo, you give me a call. That's very sweet. <laughs> but you know what? Like, my mom would never call me in the middle of the night and be like, I hope you're having sex with a married man. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yeah. But her mom had enough backstory yes. to know, like. That's the thing. As soon as you can't stand some, like, the choices somebody's making. Yeah, and that's why I say I like the writing because it just wasn't. Oh, we knew why people, even if we know they're wrong, mm-hmm. but this is why that they're making this probably not choice, you know, moral choice. Mm-hmm. But we get it. You get it. You don't want your daughter to be old and alone if you're a lonely old woman, you know, by yourself. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't right. Because and that insight, right, that. about like generationally, a woman's only way out was a man and that's how she views the world and her daughter who is like running this new studio and like the phoenix suns are there and a lot's happening (laughs) she's like mom i did you see the car i was driving four scenes earlier i don't need a man right also i have my own flip phone so many flip phones in this movie so many cigarettes i want a flip flip phone phones candles flip phones candles cigarettes that's all it is like (laughs) it's like the craft they blew the budget on these flip phones (laughs) they were like motorola we need more more boxes (laughs) Uh, they keep getting broken. Yeah, yeah, but so Whitney's like, Savannah's like, look, I have my own flip phone or convertible. I'm doing just fine. Mm-hmm. And that's foreign to her mom because, mm-hmm. like you said, her mom doesn't, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you pay your own bills? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. You have your own job? Right. It's almost <laughs> as if she doesn't get it. It's but she doesn't. Like, I mean, and that's just like now, like, yeah. like my great, my grandmother doesn't get, you know what I mean? It's like. That's, and that's the great thing about movies like this, right? Can it, it can help uh, bridge some generational divides of mm-hmm. like, oh, right, that might be why my parent or grandparent approaches things in this way, because these are the lessons they were given. Right. And it's all it's all about building bridges, you guys. Aww. Bridges between Denver and Phoenix. <laughs> Emotionally. It's a big bridge. I'll take it. You know, that was the glory in me just talking, because I'm amazing with children. <laughs> Okay, I have a quick question. So you know, just super fast. They're like at the like the hotels, like the Hermosa or the something like that, right? Hermosa. And it's like New Year's, right? So they're all like all hanging out, and then can somebody explain the line to me? If this man isn't the one, at least let me dance until I sweat. I wrote that down too. So this is Savannah's character who has a blind date on New Year's Eve. She gets mistake number one. Yeah, <laughs> you're putting too many eggs in one basket. <laughs> she gets. All dolled up. And then I got confused because I thought this this person was going to be picking her up from her apartment. Mistake number two. Yeah. She goes to this hotel and then asks to sit down at a table of Which was an amazing part of the movie, too. (laughs) The way those girls were like. (laughs) Well, there's an interesting element that I didn't realize was a part of the movie where we hear a lot of people's inner monologues and like what their feelings are. Like while we watch the scene kind of unfold, we hear what they're really feeling and gonna flirt my butt off (laughs) and steal your man. I was like, wait, but isn't she on a date? And then look, she has no morals at this this point. (laughs) (laughs) The one that was just like, whatever I need to do to get whatever I need to get at this point in time. So we're not gonna even question about. (laughs) So maybe the sweat line is about like wanting to like feel something or just like have the energy like expelled from her system and like be able to interact and like have that connection with somebody. I understand that. It's just I know what an avid sweater Whitney Houston was. And I think that's unfortunate to put this in 
her dialogue. Give that line to anyone else. Because sure. any Whitney concert I've ever watched on YouTube while I was supposed to be doing my job at work, <laughs> that's what she's doing. She's sweating. She even has like, um, a sweat rag. And mm-hmm. it does Sometimes. nothing. No. It like dabs a little and then there's like just more because also she's singing her heart out. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing too, just on a similar point, for the first two thirds of this movie, I kept saying out loud, Whitney, what? Like it was like her volume was 10 decibels lower than everyone else's. I could not hear her when she was saying her lines. And I was like, well, I can't. I please. There were some sound mixing issues. And again, like when you start with a sound sand wipe, then yeah. there's going to be a sound issue. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, and also just off the. Uh, so within this same scene, she meets up with her date and they're dancing. And she. Which I could tell he was whack off the top. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta know. She, <laughs> she describes, uh, she kind of defines the, the titular line about waiting to exhale. Like exhaling means that you've connected and you feel this person and you're, you kind of melt into them. And so we see her exhale while dancing with him. And then they get interrupted by Kenya Moore playing the part of Denise. This is her only scene. She has one line and like then pieces out i did not believe that it was kenya moore when this moment happened <laughs> i was watching with my friend danny and he said that's kenya moore and i said you shut your mouth <laughs> and then i made him look it up on imdb while we were watching and then i had to apologize to him <sighs> the actor kenya moore <laughs> um okay so then like the next scene that follows this right is when we start to really get just to jump back super fast to angela bassett yeah. and what's going on with uh her household first of all that house yikes it's everything I've ever wanted. It's like a Sedona wellness resort. Then that's when we find out what's going on. Now, here's my only question. She starts like taking all his suits out, right? There's like the Kill Bill edit where it's like slamming in on her eyes and then she's like scanning through and then mm-hmm. Oscar award winning acting. She takes a Louis Vuitton duffel bag and throws that in the car as well, knowing what she's going to do with that. I'm just saying a Louis Vuitton duffel bag is unisex. Yeah. Well, the car is unisex too, but she burnt it. <laughs> now that's for, <laughs> that's for dramatic effect. I'm gonna give her that because you okay, know what? Like, I'm like um, she made a statement. I'm not mad about it, but I just feel like save a duffel. You know what I mean? Like right, you right. can take that, you can sell that, you mm-hmm. can pawn it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like help her get more money. Yeah, for and more she had a garage sale. <laughs> she she, she sold those skis for a buck. She loves hangover. Yeah. Everything must go. She's the happiest person of a garage sale I've ever seen in my life. She's ex. Static today. Well, you know, whenever you have, it's just like when someone dies. You know, you have those mm. five stages. Yeah. Which I don't know what they are, but it's like you, you know, you're just like, you know, sometimes you laugh to keep from crying, and you know, <laughs> it was just like that moment of like, you know what, I'm faking it. You know, she probably was faking. You know, like mm-hmm. I am happy this happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm selling the skis for a buck. <laughs> you know, because I I love the part when the two kids like are fighting over the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. little wagon, the wagon, and they break something, and you know, she's a mother that's about she mm-hmm. would tear your behind up, mm-hmm. and they were like, we're about to get. A beat down right here in our front yard in front of all these people <laughs> and then she just busts out laughing and they look like wait what <laughs> mom did not slap us just now wait what is going on we like it but yeah. it's kind of weird <laughs> and then they start laughing at first it's nervous like ha 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 and then they start yeah really they're like oh too. we not, cannot ask beat right now oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mom we love you <laughs> i just love the scene where the fireman comes to her door. Love. The amount, like, not only is it she, again, stunning, mm-hmm. but she is holding a cigarette mm-hmm. in the way I wish I could look like when I hold a cigarette. And she just answers the door and it's kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. And then just the way she stares him down where he's trying to ask her questions. Uh, this is a nice neighborhood mm. and mm-hmm. if it's not trash it was trash or it is trash like, it, it is, is trash, trash. i'm like mm. okay and then he like got back in the fire truck yeah and, uh, thank you for your time guys, our bad uh-huh. he like he kind of he he peed a little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like you guys you know what uh 17 8 17 8 which is like the fireman code for don't fuck with her yeah 17 8 17 8 she just doesn't answer his question. Ugh, I wish I had that kind of like presence to just like stare at someone and not answer their question. 
so satisfying to see somebody do it. And then to juxtapose that, isn't the next scene Lila Rashawn with Sexy Time? Yeah. Ay, yeah. ay, ay. <laughs> so that's when she's having sex with Michael, the insurance agent, or whatever he is. The Robin's po- character is always ay, unlucky ay, in ay. love and always trying to date different guys well, she has to, you know, life choices. Yeah. To deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's unlucky in love, and then there's this insurance agent. <laughs> Well, she thinks if she dates an unattractive nerd, somehow that'll be different from all the other... To her credit. Okay, I'm listening. You know, because like one of my favorite memes that I've seen recently was, (laughs) your type is the reason why you're single. (laughs) (laughs) And I got a feeling that's probably true for me. (laughs) But like you like a certain type of guy, but they're just... Um, horrible people maybe i don't know but like she's so she's trying to switch it up yeah and and we have to give credit what credit is due you know what i've been i've been going down this road and I'm, it's not working out for me so i'm going double back <laughs> the other way but she just double back too far That's yeah because now she's having she's, sex with someone who leaves their socks on during the act oh my god that is okay can we do a public service announcement on this podcast take them off <laughs> you cannot have sex with socks on guys don't. i don't care what you do Mm-hmm. The socks have to go. There should be two motions. One is like putting on a condom. The second is taking off a sock. Mm-hmm. Hopefully sock first. Yeah. And then he's like, what do you want out of life? And then she's like, a pony, a farm, and a child. And and then all of a sudden. I got a pony, a farm, and a child. Yeah. And now they're in love. <laughs> I did not understand that turn at all because it was like, they. it was a, such a humorous, silly, like, oh, you're making fun of how bad this sex is. And it was like. It was genuinely funny, and then to like turn on a dime, and it becomes so earnest. It was like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? But the real message is, yeah, I want all those things, but if you ain't coming with the dick, mm-hmm. you keep your pony <laughs> because you know what I mean. Because that's what happened. It's like, oh, I have all these things. I can take care of you. I can pay your bills and get your nails and your hair did. Yeah, but you gotta. Yep. You gotta or keep the yep. You know what I mean? I do. And, and and that's the thing that like I feel like, you know, she needed to make better choices in people because that's what she was only going after the dick. Mm-hmm. And and that's what was leading her down the the wrong road a lot of times. So mm-hmm. she's like, I'm gonna go. But you gotta have the medium, like okay. You gotta have a job, but you gotta you gotta bring the dick too. You know what I mean? You can't be have <laughs> Yeah. Right. We gotta well, <laughs> balance this out some type of way. I don't know. But you gotta figure it out. Well, and this guy, even though he was like maybe a well-intentioned nerd she says to him when he's trying to like ask her questions she's like you don't even know me and he says it's about knowing me it's like what sir well i mean first of all can we just say he's whack and keep it moving you know what i mean like (laughs) he's just everybody get back in the convertible we're still driving through the desert leave him with kenya more (laughs) case is closed we know he's a waste of time i'm just saying like even on top of whatever it was that he was an other than he still seemed like a and jerk. then he still not to be a douchebag because when they had in the office in the office meeting yeah. he was trying to show her up because but look excuse me sir don't blame me because your dick is little that has nothing right. to do with me <laughs> thank you you know what i mean like and let's that play. needed to be said in that boardroom i feel like <laughs> yeah and i would have thank you i would have been like you know what let's talk about it that's the bernie in you yeah, yeah. hello right <laughs> Well, and it Call was, out when you see her. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a throwaway line, but she says she fired him immediately after that. And I was like, yes. Also, the whole time while they're having sex, all I think is like, when is it Loretta Divine scene? Yeah. How long do I have to wait for Loretta Divine? Can we get yeah. to Loretta, please? Please. ASAP. Obsessed. <laughs> she, was bo- she was my favorite. Wall to wall, everything. I was just like, yes. Can I just say, I love her voice. Mm-hmm. Her voice is just so cute. And she's so cute. I'm like, her <laughs> <A> little laugh. <laughs> I don't have no business eating myself big as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have the line of hers. I think, A, I think she's way too cute for Gregory Hines. That's me. I think she could do better. She's so much cuter than him. That's just me. But also, the line of hers that's forever burned into my memory is when she's like, he's going to watch me walk away. <laughs> she turns around and is like, he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she... Swishes <laughs> off with it. I was like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. Yeah. You better swish. You better swish it up. Swish it. Oh, well, and it's interesting because her dynamic, her character dynamic is 
much different because she's not necessarily dealing with a a marriage, but rather her relationship with her son and Mm -hmm. letting go of that, letting him grow up for sure. It was like a nice take on uh, everyone else was kind of dealing with marital things or husband type relationships. But she is kind of though, right? Because she's dealing with the fact that she, there's this man who like blows through like a glittery tumbleweed. Yeah. Every (laughs) Every two two years. years. That's a lot. That's 365 days times two. I don't feel like doing the math right now. A lot of batteries in the (laughs) meantime. That's a lot. How many double A's? No. (laughs) And and then when your son calls you out on it, uh uh-oh. And he's like trying to go to prom in his like cloud tuxedo. Oh my gosh, the cloud tuxedo. Baby Donald Faison. Oh my Uh, God. (laughs) Well, the thing was interesting of like, what does she think by having the father come visit for every two years? Like, why do you think you need to? He's grown. You know what I mean? And like, right. I guess, you know, you're a parent. So you're like, oh gosh, his father, you, he knows. He, he knows that y'all are not together. Yeah. So, but she still was like, in the best interest of my son, I want to make, you know. It's like he's come to terms with it, but she hasn't. She hasn't. And she's doing it, she thinks like for the sake of him, but maybe it's because she hasn't really let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whenever she, uh, he was like, what did he sleep with the last time he was here? And it got her upset Whoa. and she walked out. That's none of your business. Yeah. Mm. I was like, well, but everybody knows, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we found out why. Did we yeah. ever? And again, can we not see an ace of spades when an ace of spades is looking us in the face? Wow. <laughs> Hello. Like, just like Whitney, you didn't know old boy was a dud. You didn't know he was good in ace of spades <laughs> with that Jerry curl. So much came in. <laughs> yeah. When he walked in, I was said, who is this attractive young lady? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I'm Donald Faison's dad. And I said, excuse me? It's a lot of look. <laughs> who cast this movie? And then quickly... Forrest Whitaker was like, oh, actually, here's the back. And I said, okay, thank you, Forrest Whitaker. This actually <laughs> and that's, makes sense You know now. what, Forrest slash writer. Who, wait, do we know who wrote this movie? We do. It is based on a book by Terry McMillan. <gasps> oh, and okay. And Terry McMillan then wrote the screenplay. Because I like the way whenever we found out something, we're like, that's strange. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, that's why. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's not too heavy handed. Right. But it still gives us enough to be like satisfied with the choice do you feel like terry mcmillan must have just been sitting in the back of all of these theaters like when this first came out and every time audiences were like oh, but i and they're like wait a minute wait a minute and, and she's like, like oh, i got you okay <laughs> that right makes there. sense she said what did i tell you I said, yeah eat those milk duds and wait a minute mm-hmm. yeah. sit down and watch the movie yeah um okay the next note i have on my iphone is she paid him twenty dollars in gas money, Whitney, Savannah, and he has sex with her for 26 seconds. This movie has some of the weirdest, fastest sex in the first hour worth. $20 is a lot of money to give someone for gas, and then you have 26 seconds. Of yeah, sex especially back then, because gas was like cheap then. So, But she said it only came up to seven and some change. So, Well, okay, sure. She, but she wasn't expecting him to keep. That's the point. He was supposed to give her back her change. But he didn't. And so I'm saying, get your money back. Okay. 26 <laughs> okay. seconds. Like, I want my money back. Ask for the change. We're going to that Texas. And he used her toothbrush. That would when I'd be like, you Gross. know what, sir? You know that what? made me mad. Gross. Not okay. Not okay. And then, didn't she? <laughs> was It was like this very bizarre quick sex. And then, like, she, we just see her face kind of Gross. like they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he starts growling. <laughs> <laughs> she's making fun of him in her own mind she's like oh but she was it seems like it was not in her own mind she was like making the face and was like huh <laughs> like in response was like i love that she impersonates him can you imagine if you were having sex with someone and then they started impersonating you during sex i mean he's so but he was so wrapped up in his own know. situation exactly like yeah if he were any kind of gentleman he would have noticed wait a minute is she doing a bit about me up there <laughs> or down there rather. or down there anywhere yeah exactly he didn't care. <laughs> he didn't care. I mean, he's the type of dude that doesn't give you a change back after you give him gas money. So, right. What do we expect, really? I think this movie juxtaposes like and intentionally kind of buffers moments for you to like catch your breath or be able to kind of laugh at something very goofy, like them growling at each other. But it's a very real thing, though. Too. Oh yeah, no, I don't mean to say that we're laughing at them, but it's like yeah, a yeah. lighter moment that then precedes something intense. Like because following that scene with Whitney, then we have. 
Bernadine coming into the boardroom and interrupting the meeting and having like the big square off. Okay, now we've got back to my girl. Okay, and are, <laughs> was I the only one yelling out into the air, big girl, big girl? <laughs> when you interrupt a workplace boardroom meeting, I I want to give you blue ribbons, but, gold trophies. And this is why I respect her. Yeah. Because you know like how now, you know, you look at girls that are just trying to like get with a rich man to... Mm-hmm live my life because I don't want to work you know which you know what do your thing live your life but she was really a woman that has been that stay at home mom or been you know like she she was a smart woman that didn't do her own thing in life that really like poured into this man's company and now he's like oh no uh bye I'll give you 300 was it three three hundred thousand dollars? And it's like once, and and I kind of got it for the first time of like, you know why? Like when you pay alimony, it's like okay, you can't just pay twenty dollars because you've been we've been living a certain type of way. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can't just leave me like uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and I get it because she was like, I don't, I'm not trying to get rich right. from you, but I mean, I I live in a house that we've been living in, and it costs a lot of money. Yeah, and you have stopped the, me from feeding my children and you that's know? what's so cold right because she's saying we built the life together we built this business together we built all this stuff together and you're just trying to quickly commodify it and say like well here's your share goodbye she says your not children are not for sale exactly. yes and i was like I you know what i respect yeah. her because <laughs> that's what we see a lot of like oh i want twenty five thousand dollars for rich just because and it's mm-hmm. like no this is a woman that has poured into this man's life he is the man he is today because of her right it's very empire it's very mm. cookie and lucius right because they've given cookie this entire backstory and said look we built a business together i'm a smart businesswoman. we made key decisions early on and you got all this money because of it yeah and i now have to accept this i want what's mine lot lot. exactly what's mine? i don't want yours i want what's mine and it's so great to watch a woman yeah. advocate for i'm not going to be ignored give it Mm -hmm. to me because I earned it because I earned it you know I love it well and it's so great because so much of that is revealed during the 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 breakdown and the piling of stuff into the Mercedes where she's like tell it's like she's having this conversation with herself where she's like I was your bookkeeper I was your office Mm -hmm. manager like you get the whole backstory of how Mm -hmm. she helped build that company and should have equal ownership that Mm -hmm. the state that is in now is due to the fact that she helped from the very beginning and believed in him and set aside her own life to build that up because you know in the opening and even in her rant, she said, oh, she wanted to start a cookie, um, a catering, a catering mm-hmm. business. And that's the thing. Like we, when you have like something you want to do, no matter what it is, you know, mm-hmm. if it is like making cookies or cupcakes or whatever your thing, and you don't do the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. because you love somebody else so freaking much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. And then mm-hmm. for them to like crap all over you because for whatever reason like that's not okay Mm -hmm. and tell you that they're going to the uh, new year's party with somebody else oh my god you know what after i put on all my eye makeup could you not say that two hours ago yeah when i was like in a silk robe with a dorito i mean she would never eat a dorito but (laughs) But, like that's what i would be doing that's what i would be doing when i was like dipping my that's why her breakdown was so beautiful because she's like i've already like Mm. put on all this she's like have you ever flat ironed hair hello this took me 45 minutes yeah no we have a problem thank you well, and I love too, there were a lot of like subtle touches where you understand that she is a fixture at this company where, cause she busts into this mm-hmm. meeting and she oh, has everybody. Put me out to that she says to the security guard, mm-hmm. Peter, you're gonna, you're gonna kick me out. Like yeah. she talks to him by name and is like looking at him and ignoring her husband. And it's mm-hmm. just like, these are nice little moments that show you. And it almost made me think like maybe Angela Bassett just like came up with that in the moment, like yeah, yeah, having yeah. the motivation of this like right. scene, like, cause it was so subtle and it was so good and really satisfying and mm-hmm. so real feeling. It was great. And then uh, we see her meeting with her lawyer. Her lawyer does not get any credit. I wanted to see who this woman was okay. playing her lawyer because I loved her lawyer. Can we talk about the African outfit that she had on? That I was like, yeah, she better give me African business suit, lawyer lady. Yes, I am looking for me a green blazer and a little African multicolor trim. Mm-hmm. trim. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, because I, I was like. Oh, that was such, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I love that too. <laughs> I loved it. I loved her. I wanted to know who she was. And and the, and I'm like, even thinking of it now, because like I said, we hear about it now all the time. I was like, such and such is breaking up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, she got 
her her money. Yeah. And because she was like, all everything that's been in the last 10 years have been bought in his, in his name. name. Yeah. Oh, and then it was like, me. oh, you got to be smart. You got to be a smart woman. Mm-hmm. And which she is, but you're not thinking when you enter right, into a you marriage think that, that it's 50 50. Yeah, you're not even gonna... thinking about, oh, you don't want to put my name on it because you want to go run off with a white woman. You're just like, right. no, this is my husband and we're going to be together. Mm-hmm. But. To know, like, you still got to look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I think that's why she was, like, my favorite character. Because it was, like, she was still smart, but she made mistakes. Mm-hmm. But they were mistakes of, like, the heart, which we all make. Because you're in love. And this is your husband. And y'all have kids together. But it's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do it. And it's sad. But you got to. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad. And it led her to, like, 36 cigarettes a scene. Ugh. She's going through packs of Marlboros. Like, I, and Marlboro Red, by the way. Like, she's not yeah. fucking with anything else. <laughs> like, I have not. They're, like, being lit off the other one. Like, it, four and a finger. I loved it. I they're, loved it. I'm getting checked for lung cancer after watching this movie. I loved it. And that's how much so it. much is happening. It no wonder me- everybody's like waiting to exhale because like the room is fucking yeah. burning down. It's like backdraft in there. <laughs> Stay low, crawl out, check for your coworkers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I just I love how much smoking they did and it reminded me like oh yeah the 90s they're right, indoors you smoke in like a waiting room that you, could, you could be like giving birth and smoke a cigarette at the same time oh. 100% <laughs> oh the baby are like that's over like blow smoke in the baby's face and like <laughs> but there is something about like so whenever they would have those um, exhale moments right like when Whitney does it like early on when Savannah does it Aunt Whitney I was counting and let me yeah. know if I missed one Whitney done it twice okay and then uh, Gloria, Gloria done it once and, mm-hmm. yeah and that's all yeah uh, now wait what was the second Whitney one the only one I remember is when she's dancing dancing oh, the other one is when she gets back with her ex who with is the man still married, married. Oh, yeah. okay. the first night they spend together got it she yeah. exhales and then Gloria when she met yes that person but mm-hmm. the other ones didn't exhale and at all they're still waiting there's something like so visceral about <laughs> watching it that you really like you feel like because you know how like you'll like get home from work and like your shoulder like your shoulders are all the way up to your ears and there's like all that tension in your shoulders mm. and you like feel that moment of like Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was oddly calming to watch in a movie. Like Forrest yeah. Whitaker was like, just take a second. <laughs> just take a second. I was like, thank He's you, a great director. Right thank you, Forrest. I like Gloria's Earth was the Venice when she's like, because yeah. she was all, she was like creaming herself. Like, <laughs> she had the the necklace in hand and yeah. she went to another place. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, you can bring me those collard greens and oh cornbread. She's like, oh. <laughs> we just have some leftovers. And then she lists my ideal dinner. She lists like 11 things in a row. And I was like, Gregory, get to that house. Get to what the house seven about, minutes ago. <laughs> you know what? That truck can wait. Yeah. That like lamp and settee with it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that they build that moment. Sorry. I love that they build that moment where she just like loses herself in like taking a long moment to just look him up and down mm-hmm. and the camera does the same thing yes right there in that special area okay in his but dad jeans area, yeah it's like a Mitt Romney pant <laughs> they're like I don't see anything in the front I don't see much in the back and I was like why are we focusing on the, get a stunt double we, we I, it was from it was from her perspective she I was happy with what it was from yeah. Forrest okay. <laughs> he doesn't know what. yeah right he was like oh that looks great <laughs> Wow, he's a real handsome man. You're like, oh, Forrest. Come on. Show the ass. <laughs> Come on, Forrest. <laughs> together. I do love, and I don't, I'm just going to like save this for myself. I don't remember when this happens, but Savannah has the quote, once you get used to being treated well, you can't go back to bullshit. Because. Why do I have that written down? Because it's a the mantra. married man was the one who treated her yes. well. And like she's. Oh, is this then twenty dollar gas station is but, the one? But then, yeah, bullshit, but then right. like because I think that happened, if I'm not mistaken, like when she when they kind of reconnect, mm-hmm. or maybe not. But the point is, that's why she's having a hard time with these other guys, you know. But the person that's treating her well, she can't be with because he's married. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, but okay. So even though this applies to a woman seeking out a married man, I'm still going to hold on to this quote as a life mantra because <laughs> yeah. it's true. It's yeah. true. You shouldn't be settling for bullshit. And you know what? And that's the thing, like, with, like, adultery, I guess. <laughs> it's like, you know, what do you do when you, like, meet someone and you have that connection? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, 
I love you. You love me. You just happen to be married. You know? And it's like, they don't give a crap about their wife. Everyone knows it. Probably even her. <laughs> you know? But it's still that thing of like, you need to leave your wife. And they're staying for whatever BS. Because I think it always baffles me of like, when men, even it happened to Robin. Mm-hmm. Of like, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're here. Yeah. 90% of the time. You know? Like, you got, yeah. you got uh, uh, pajamas over here. Right. You're here a lot. Mm-hmm. And you have a wife at home. Why aren't you there if you love her so much? Yeah. And I do love that he calls Whitney out on it later. Right? He calls out Savannah on it. He says, like, you're complicit in this. You didn't care about my wife when we, you and I were having great sex. And she's like, absolutely. And she takes full accountability. Yes. And she says, you got it. I made terrible life decisions, but I'm not making them today. Right. We're done. And today I respect myself. And when she gets up and leaves that pool and then, like, throws a drink on him, 100%. <laughs> Well, and that scene. I was, was willing to pick up the bar tab for that. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was stunning too, because throughout this, she had been so like so soft spoken and so elegant, and then mm-hmm. she starts swearing, and I kind of like it gave me a bit of a jolt. But it was like such a good call to like have yeah. that turn in her character, where it was like, "That's it, mm-hmm. I'm done being what? a lady." Like, fuck you. <laughs> and it also speaks to like the the power in your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. your friendship mm-hmm. that you have with people. Because I, she had kind of had that realization whenever Robin told her that story about her being with him and like having an abortion because she got pregnant and he went back to his wife. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want that to be me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's seen how that affected her friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, oh, no, I can't. You know, and it wasn't even even the point whenever she seen what that did to her best friend savannah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like that hurt that i guess Rob, i don't know does that make sense what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah. like you would have think with savannah going through what she's going through she would be like hmm but it wasn't to the robin scene when she was like oh no this isn't cute and he's maybe because she realized he's really not gonna leave her yeah and I think that's what Robin was saying. You know, that's what she was ultimately saying. He's, he ain't going to leave her. He's going to tell you this forever. As long as yeah. you let him screw you, he's going to be with his wife. Well, and what a nice, refreshing thing to see a female dynamic in which they aren't judgmental of each other. They're just purely yes. supportive and mm-hmm. communicating and have a sense of humor. Like, I genuinely laughed out loud when Robin was dating that one guy and she was like, my wallet's missing. And then they just do that one <laughs> tiny scene where she calls up Savannah and she's like, my wallet's still missing. And she's like, girl, he took it. And she just hangs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that Troy? Is that Troy yeah. with the... Yeah. yeah. What you don't that? know what I got, man. I know how to treat you. <laughs> <laughs> He's leather vest throwing oranges. Yeah. That's Troy. First of all, that scene, <laughs> that scene like drunk streetcar named Desire situation. <laughs> when you show up and look like a Chippendales extra, like not even a Chippendales dancer, right? Because like the body was, it's not Chippendales. Yeah. First of all, don't show up to my house drunk when I'm just trying to read on the back porch. <laughs> yeah. First of all. Second of all, four scenes before that, did he have a screen printed rose coming out of a fake pocket on a vest? That's The right. answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Because I had to stop and emotionally cleanse myself to continue on with this movie. <laughs> what When a man comes to pick you up in that, don't get in the car. No. I'll pay for your Uber home. I'll get you out of there. <laughs> don't do it. You know what? And a great thing to talk about, like whenever you're talking about um, friends not judging each other, the the most, uh, the best thing too that shows that is whenever they're at the glorious birthday party. Yeah. And uh, Savannah wants to call. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Savannah. Bernadine wants to call and give her a peace of mind. And Robin's like, call that bitch. I tell her. <laughs> and then Gloria's like, no. And Savannah's like, no. So it's like having that, like the two and the two. The balance. Yeah. The yeah. balance of like, and she rips it out. And she was like, what happened to the muse? I thought and, this was supposed to be a party. <laughs> and and like, it is a party. <laughs> yes. Because the, first of all, they're all getting high listening to Minnie Ripperton. So it's already my dream night. <laughs> And then a purple cake comes out and then everybody is celebrating that. And then, yes, then there's the phone call moment and then that's happening. And there's like clearly a lot of wine is happening, right? Lots of champagne. Which, but then they start dancing to TLC. Yes. Dream night. Loved it. And then I tweeted after the movie, mm-hmm. if you're ugly on the inside, you're ugly <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> Hashtag waiting to exhale. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have so many life mantras from this movie. Yeah. Here's my one quick moment with that scene. There are four glorious women who just got high and have had like a little bit of white wine and nobody's <laughs> judging anybody. I didn't know I, that they were smoking. I thought they were just smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. Were they? Oh, that. Okay. Only because I was so focused on okay. the cigarettes. Yeah. Those cigarettes at the start of that scene looked different to me. Got it. Now, I'm not, I don't know a ton about Well, weed, they were in, but, in, you know, not in the, you know what I mean? Right. They were drunk or whatever. So yeah. still, they were not. I really thought it looked like a joint, though. Gotcha. Because I remember thinking, like, birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Somebody brought presents. Good. So, okay. Why, oh, why are there only three pieces of cake missing? I kept looking at that too. But you, I seen the cake, but how do you know it was only three? You because see? I, because I grew up a fat kid. <laughs> because I counted. Well, somebody was on a diet. All I'm saying is like, all I'm saying is like, if, if four of us get together and we all like smoke whatever and we all drink whatever and nobody's judging anybody, th- there's going to be an empty cake box going in that trash can. Right. We're all doing this. Tonight. I kept looking to the cake to measure the passage of time. Yes. Cause I kept thinking there's going to be more and more cake gone by the I time. I often eat two to three slices of cake at somebody else's party. <laughs> if it's mine, fuck, that thing's gone. <laughs> you bring a fudgy the whale to my party and like licking the box clean. Well, you know, like you have the group of girlfriends. One of them is always on a diet. But so. I'm saying they're so supportive that I feel like the one that was on a diet, they would be like, you're so gorgeous. Keep eating. I would. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's my. This is my only point of contention with this movie. The cake. I want to just make, oh, sorry. I want to make one quick observation. While I was watching this movie, a lot of Robin's vignettes and like her storyline is a, about a lot of kind of failed relationships and coming back to kind of the wrong guy who was a constant for so long in her life. And... I honestly kept thinking, oh, Sex in the City stole this from Waiting to Exhale. Because it just, it was very similar Mm -hmm. to me where you see these very fully formed dysfunctional dudes that this girl who is the constant keeps dating and it's kind of a little bit goofy and a little bit serious and she always has kind of the wrong guy that she keeps coming back to throughout her life. And I was like, they need to start a lawsuit. Terry McMillan needs to get paid for Sex in the City royalties. And can we talk about how Robin's kid is doing? Thank you. Can we need we need a next movie, Terry? Thank wow. you. Waiting yeah. to exhale too. We've exhaled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um when you if you happen to watch this on a DVD, right? And sure, that's the way that I chose to watch this movie. <laughs> there's a little slug that comes up when you're watching it and it's just uh wait to EX. If you think I'm not trying to book that as my license plate <laughs> on a vanity plate, can you imagine like if you get cut off by me and then you're super pissed off about it, but then you see that I have weight two X, you're like, okay, you know what? Got it. Fall back. Got it. You know what? We're friends. Yeah. In another in another life, if you hadn't cut me off, we'd be friends. I just feel like it's gonna like minimize a lot of situations. I also still want that flip phone. Right? Did you have a flip phone over? Of course. Yeah. It's like when you but close a flip ones. phone. Wait, but I had I had like the razor. Okay, so this is an important question. The- did you have the one where one side was a screen and one side were buttons, or did you have the one where it was like buttons in the middle and then the f- the like chin part like closes? Like the 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 top was the screen and then the bottom was buttons. Right, because there were two ways of closing it. One you would close like a clam, like you'd be like, "We're done, cast the nets." <laughs> yeah, and one you'd be like, "We're done." Oh yeah, I did it with a. With the one the one hand situation. Like that's when a conversation is over. Yeah. yeah. Now these days it's like, you know what? Let me just put my index finger on now I can't find the button. Yeah. Okay. So now much. Let me wake my phone back up and yeah, type in my code and now six two nine nine. Oh, I, and like can we take it back to the is it rotary phone? Yeah. Whenever you slam those down and it makes a ding mm. because it jingles yeah. and You're all the hardware inside. An yeah. You said the Kids wrong thing. Kids will never know. Thank and you. everyone in your house knows, oh, Somebody that did just not made a end point. well. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just made a point. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing, just because I want to give her a little bit uh, time to discuss Robin also, something I noticed about Robin really quick was that she had a twin bed in her apartment Mm -hmm. and she had a lot of like stuffed animals and dolls and later like thinking about the movie I was like I think that was a subtle nod to like she's still very young and she Mm -hmm. needs to like grow up or she bought it for the baby she was maybe supposed to have but didn't get a chance to oh sure sure as well I mean it could be one yeah 
But it's a good call because it kind of shows this duality of like she herself is kind of young and maybe a little bit immature, but also she had this other part of her life that yeah. she hasn't, she's still holding on to a little bit. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just talking about Robin. What's the point when they're on the Ferris wheel? My Also my ideal day. <laughs> this is, it's a Angela lot Bassett earlier and, on. It's yeah. Angela Bassett and Loretta. Yeah. It just like a, like a glimmer of sunshine came through my brain just a moment and I just thought, I wish... I wish there was more to that scene. Well, I had so many questions about ostrich racing and camel racing. What is this state fair? Yeah, and I just love that these chicks are real friends. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, they do Mm -hmm. silly things together. They have this dynamic of, like, we're business women and I own a salon. You know what I mean? Like, they're very professional, but they still have fun and they still... And that's the thing, like, you life. know right now who's in your phone. If they call you up and say, like, can I take you to an ostrich race? You say, like, absolutely. Yeah. The other one's you're like, Are you, fuck it, did you say ostrich ostrich race? No, don't call me again. <laughs> right? And yeah. that's, like, who's on what column. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And then I like to speak to that, like, the dynamic of, like, who had the one-on-one time with e- each other. Yeah. Kind of like Robin and Whitney. Mm-hmm. On the phone. Had their, had the, they had the f- uh, phone calls. Mm-hmm. They were by poolside together when she revealed that thing. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, maybe the other two girls don't know this. But those two girls have this. It's not necessarily a secret. Mm-hmm. But still, like, we're all friends. But me and you have this time together. Mm-hmm. And me and you mm-hmm. have this time together. And then you know this thing about me. And the other one doesn't. And you know what I mean? Just, yeah. like, we're all super tight friends. But in, but in that friendship, there are still, like, Different dynamics. Different dynamics yeah. of like, you know what I mean? Because the, you know, I, I even noticed like whenever, um, in whenever they found out that he had left, um, Savannah, mm-hmm. how they found out how Robin and Gloria found out was like that man in the barbershop, which I'm like, where is he at too? <laughs> you know, like the other salon man. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, girl, you know what happened? But when they played the, um, uh, recorder. I can't even say it because we don't have them. Now. Oh, like an answering machine. The answering machine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what was that device? What was it? <laughs> like, but you know, she knew. Like Savannah knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just still that speaks to like, oh, she knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seemed like they had. And she was the first one to come see. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, just all those dynamics of. Because they're all at such different places in their lives and can relate to each other about different things, where some of them have never been married, some of them have been married, some of them have exper- have children, some of them don't have children, and so there's different things that they can... Like someone like a Loretta Devine might be more judgmental uh, because she's a little more maternal with like what Lila Rashawn says, whereas Whitney, you know, I mean, Whitney's having sex with a married man, so like mm-hmm. you can talk about it on that level. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I also want to go to the water park with them. Were they at a water park? That's what it looked. It was These women have like the, the best classiest, social life. Arizona's <laughs> popping, guys. We gotta yeah. go. It was either like the classiest city pool I've ever seen, or like a very high end water park. There and Savannah go. moved there and got her craft together quickly to that new town. Mm-hmm. It was like she had a house with fully furnished. <laughs> like, like, She's like doing rent to own right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Like, where did you get all these lamps? Like, Gregory has it still moving stuff into his <laughs> yeah, home. Like, like months Can later. You help him out? He's still like building stuff. He can't like, find the dinette set <laughs> and you're on your fourth chandelier. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you have this house with this like beautiful porch. You are, yeah. you, ugh, you Speaking have it of all. four chandeliers. Did anybody else get so excited when Angela Bassett gets all the money in court? <gasps> I got so excited. And that's... And I love that Whitney is the only person in the court. Again. Oh, see? Yeah. See? That's I thought what that was so about. interesting. Yeah. And then how he, whenever they leave and they shake hands. Mm-hmm. I wondered about that. And I was like, because you know what type of woman you married and you know she wasn't going to let that go down. So he yeah. can't even be mad at her because he was like, you know what? You know what? She mm-hmm. deserves it. I, I, I know that deep down I was just being a douchebag. So I, he can't even be mad about it. It seemed like it was this moment of like, I want to say like mutual respect, like something was exchanged where it didn't seem like there were hard feelings in that moment where they shook hands. It was kind of like, this is the last time that we'll kind of. Yeah. It's over with. Yeah. I got my white woman. You're going to go find you somebody. Everybody's all happy. And then I love that she still gets to have like a giggle kiki with Whitney right afterwards. She's like, okay, respectable. All right. Goodbye. And then then they're (laughs) like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And my favorite character, the lady lawyer, who yeah. never got a name. 
Or, or any much. credit, but she's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a damn good lawyer, too. Yes. What <laughs> the hell is that New Year's party and how do I get invited? To the one outside? At the what end? is that? I kind Explain of was like, me. I would love it if out of nowhere this just became a coven of witches and they just started <laughs> chanting and she was like fully <laughs> unpregnant at that time yep. with her like bottle of like soda because <laughs> they're all in the mercedes right and now that i always she won. think i mm. exactly now i always think that she burned the mercedes because i'm remembering it as a gif but it's the B, it's his bmw it's his that yeah. yes right so the mercedes they're in a mercedes station wagon dream they're driving out to the somewhere, and you think, "Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're going to a club, a restaurant. They're going to a nice dinner. What? Where's this go thing? All of a sudden, they're like pulling over on like Route Seven. <laughs> There's a pre-lit fire. Mm-hmm. More champagne. From where? All of it. From where? <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Everyone's out the car, and then I think, like, are we burying a body? What's happening? <laughs> Is there something I missed? Again, they're out in the middle of the desert with this bonfire. That's my dream oh, New Year's party. And I love them getting there because it seems like it was almost like this moment that they were just, the camera happened to be rolling uh-huh. and they decided to put it in the movie because they start kind of half singing along to that Roberta Flack song. Mm-hmm. And Whitney's like, you guys know this, you know this, it's Roberta Flack. And she kind of turns it up. And the cynical side of me was like, oh, this is all they could afford to have Whitney sing in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you get a line and a Roberta. <laughs> Pick it now. <laughs> But it also just seemed like such a wonderful, like, lovely little moment that was so casual and sweet and just them kind of singing together. It was like, oh, this could be the last scene of the movie. This could be the first scene of the movie. This mm-hmm. is so yeah, charming. Oh, man. It was a great way to end the movie. It was such a lovely final image. And can I say I like movies like Friday? Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's a day. Like when I realized when I watched it again, like oh, it was a year exactly. Yeah. Like I like mm-hmm. when you know, like it started this day and it ended this day. Just a nice mm-hmm. slice of life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like a lot happened in a year. They were busy. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? Lord. That was like since they had a lot of money, they got that divorce like one and done. Like yeah, yeah. Well, because I also think that like that lawyer was so busy filing that divorce, she forgot to put herself in the credits. Like she was like, "I'm, you know, I just need to like." Get she was this like, done. "This movie's gonna be over in a year." Thank you. Speaking of not in the credits, just as a quick aside, so when Angela Bassett goes into that boardroom and like lays down the law, when she slaps, can we not acknowledge that somebody has gotten their hair slapped off? <laughs> Forrest, come on now. <laughs> what? Uh, do you know who she slapped out of the room? Oh my god. <laughs> it was amazing. Do you know who it was that she slapped? No, I didn't. Her head flew off and I didn't get to see. <laughs> who was it? It was Kelly Preston, the wife of John Travolta, who's been in like eight other things. And it was so dramatic. Of. She was uh-huh. like that's the thing is like kelly preston was like okay i have one shot to impress john travolta yeah so when it came time for that stunt work she was like blood out and like through the window and it was like kelly we just said fall backwards (laughs) wait a minute and then he said uh everyone leave she was like right get out everybody was like ready you know what i think i will leave I just thought it was a random thing that cropped up that I was like, wait a minute, this person that is just in a scene to get slapped and then we don't see any other time again is not listening yeah, to the credits. We didn't is- see her and we see none of Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in the credits either. It was so weird. Not a big on these credits. Sorry, I just <laughs> No, I was I mean, so you, know, you have to do it. But I mean like you mean IMBD or you mean when it rolls at the end? I mean both. Like I was cuz I was so intent trying to find out who played her lawyer <laughs> that I was like I know, you Wait really a think- minute. I was feeling her. I was just like I do hope that whenever Kelly Preston is asked what movie she's been in, the first one she was like, "Well, I got slapped by Angela Bassett right. in Waiting <laughs> Excel." And then she just kind of trails off from there. She's like, "You know, the rest are they're fine." See him or don't. But that's the You're one. Right. What? Oh, <laughs> another line. I, I don't know. This this is like such good lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just a good man in a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he really a good man in a bad situation? Is that whatever you have to audition for ever? <laughs> oh my promise God. me you'll deliver yes. that line. Because I would cast you for anything after you just deliver that. Just do Angela Bassett monologues from this movie. Oh, I was looking. I was like, man, I know. I'm gonna have to like reborrow this DVD because I yeah. was like, this is like, 
But I don't oh know. I don't think I want to touch nothing Angela's done because I'm like, this chick right here, they're going to be like, wait, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Terry McMillan. Maybe I read the book and like. Yeah, that's what it, it is. Yeah. Yes. Get it from there. Yeah. Yeah. You better get me together. Let's get these auditions booked. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's get me together on this podcast. Well, you know, when that happens, I will finally exhale. Oh, mm. I'm glad that none of us have been ignored today. Not tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Shakotha, for joining oh, my us. My pleasure. This has been an absolute delight. I have been Ann Johnson. I have been Scott Laurie. Shakotha. And we were not ignored. I want to be mad. Much more than that. I want to be mad.